Hello out there from Welch, Oklahoma, sitting on my front porch on a very nice, cool August Sunday morning here. So I have been doing a little bit of studying this morning and reading some devotions and just getting some things taken care of this morning. Had a little fire this morning out here and it was very peaceful. It didn't last very long. I ran out of the small kindling to keep it going, but that's okay. It was very relaxing. I love to sit in front of a fire pit. I'm sure I've mentioned that in other podcasts. Went walking last night with my daughter. I have to say that I was not wanting to walk. I had not been doing the best at getting my three-day walk in. I had been doing my challenges and all that and doing my uh, healthy products and trying to eat healthier, you know, but I went on that walk and I'm glad I did. So... You know, sometimes we don't really want to do what we need to do. We get discouraged or we get tired and we need that extra little push. And she wasn't going to let me out of the walk. And I'm, I'm just really glad she did. We did come home and make some dessert. I made a dump cake and we didn't eat very much of it. It was very sweet, very rich. But, you know, sometimes we get it in our head that we have to completely not have things in our life. We can't have dessert, we can't have a carb, we can't have a glass of wine, or we we just get into this like almost strict religious mindset, whether it's, you know, desserts or whatever it is. Oh, goody, you guys are going to get to hear the Welch train that comes through every few minutes. Seems to only do this when I'm wanting to do something. If I'm sitting out here not wanting to record, it might not come through at all. Okay, I'm back. You can still probably hear the train in the background, but maybe not the big old whistle. I don't even know where I was at. Kind of lost train of thought, but I am just going to press forward with the challenges I'm doing. Drinking water can sometimes be a challenge, but this product helps me crave water, so that's really great. And again, if you have not listened to my podcast, I am taking Thrive and it's amazing it's working great for me i had a lot of inflammation in my body in my joints uh, in my muscles i had inflamed like burning sensation in my muscles and different things going on and this product has absolutely been helping me with that i feel so much better i have energy i have clarity in my mental capacity and it's just amazing so enough for that little commercial I have been reading my devotions and just thinking about a lot of different things. The main thing that I've been really kind of thinking about this morning is who the core of your being is. Who the little boy or the little girl inside you, who is that person? When you were growing up and you were little, what was the things you were most passionate about? What did you love so much you couldn't have enough of it? You couldn't do enough of it? What are the things that you daydreamed about on a daily basis? Because if you go back to those things, even before you accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, He formed you, He formed you, He knew you while you were in your mother's womb, and He put those desires in you. I mean, if it's not a desire that goes against the Word of God, And it's been there since the day one. I promise you, it's not from the devil. So don't let anybody tell you that you're being selfish or self-centered or that's the devil. Uh, Because sometimes religion can do that if it doesn't look like a certain way that 
a religious box will put you in. So I wrote down a few things this morning about things that never, ever has left me. Things that have been there since I was a little girl. Things I played and imagined when I was a little girl. And these are the words that I have. Mom, wife, horses, rodeos, cattle, fellowship. I always liked uh, fellowship. I did like a secret sisters club in grade school. I did the Believers Club and become the president of Believers Club in junior high. Leadership teaching of the word ministry and singing now the singing that is the hard one for me because it is not natural for me it's not a natural talent as far as being on key and being able to come in on timing on a song so this one right here I have not put the work into and I will get there right now for me what I'm working on is building myself up in Jesus Christ the Bible talks about being complete in him and, you know, I, let me look the scripture up here. I just put these in my phone, the completeness in him, because once I know that, then the singing that scares me, that really scares the crap right out of me, because I'm a don't want to squeak or be off key in front of somebody, it won't bother me at all. Because even if I mess up, I'll know that it's okay because he and I, we got this and it's all right. Colossians 2.10 says, And our own completeness is now found in Him. We are completely filled with God as Christ's fullness overflows within us. He is the head and every kingdom and authority in the universe. So once I get this down and I get this love that He has for me down, shoot, heck, that won't be anything to get up there and try to sing and, and uh, make that dream come true. I'm working on the other things. I bought a pony and you know, I've been kind of frustrated because I've had a lot of people that are excited, but then I've had some people that have been kind of negative about it and asking me why I bought a pony because you know, I can't ride the pony or whatever. Uh, I've had people question me that weren't being negative, but I've had some people question me with a negative attitude and tone about it. My first instinct is, it's a good thing it's not throat punch Thursday because it's none of your business why I bought a pony. And that's that insecurity in me thinking I have to defend my actions or I have to defend my dreams. You know what? I don't have to defend myself. I don't have to defend that burning desire that's been in me since I was a little bitty girl. You know, I've had horses as I was growing up. My parents got me a pony when I was little. They got me horses when I was growing up. And now it's my turn as an adult to do these things. So I got myself a pony. I got it for myself, for my kids, my grandkids. And because it's therapeutic, it's healing, it's something I can pour love into. And one of the dreams I have is to have therapeutic horse therapy for emotional and spiritual healing for people. So now I have a pony for those that are maybe afraid of a big horse or need to start out with something small, including myself, because I'm physically not up to training a real horse yet. Not a real horse. It's a real horse. It's not a fake, put a quarter in it horse, but a big size horse that I don't have the physical strength yet as I'm building and losing weight and getting in shape to deal with. And so I'm learning on the pony. I'm learning how to do all the groundwork, uh, you know, something that I never learned properly, so this is a good thing. I have a pony to do this on. Okay, so about 
knowing who you are as a core being, about knowing what those dreams and purposes are. There's another scripture that I'm really loving. It's Ephesians 1.18. You know, people think that God doesn't want you to go back to the core being of who you were. doesn't want you looking back to anything in the past at all, but that's not true. It's the past of the negativity and the mistakes you made that you're not to go back to. But we need to go back to the roots of where we were as a little bitty child. It says, Ephesians 1.18, I pray that the eyes of your heart, the very center and core of your being. Now we know that we, the very center of us is Christ. And then after that, after you look at that and you say, Jesus, I know that you've been with me from day one. I may not acknowledge and made you Lord of my life, but you were there. So I know those things were put in there by you. It says the very center core of your being may be enlightened and flooded with light by the Holy Spirit that you will know and cherish the hope, divine guarantee and confident expectation to which he has called you, the riches of his glory and inheritance. Now there's a version that says, may your imaginations be enlightened. May those dreams be enlightened. May you ask God to shed light on those things from the very core being of your existence that have been in you because you never know whose lives are going to touch. Lives are going to be changed and it does not have to be from a pulpit that you change lives. You might change lives out in the fire department world. You might change lives by being the best fireman you've ever been able to imagine. You might be touching lives by showdioing, by being a 4-H leader, by showing your cattle, by being the best car detailer, the girl across the road from me details cars. That is something that she can touch and change lives for. My car is disgusting. I clean houses and I throw stuff in there every day and in and out and I don't have time to even clean out my own car. But she has a gift and talent that can go beyond my cleaning capabilities. So go to that core being, look at who you are now, look at who you were as a child, see if those things are still alive in you and ask God to bring them into light, bring them into life again and see where that fits in your today life. I'm telling you, it'll line up if you just let God bring you back to that moment. Well, from Welch, Oklahoma to wherever you are. I hope you have a blessed rest of your day from whatever time you've listened to this.